Mark Melusis and Ed Coleman in for Mike here on this Thursday afternoon. Yankees uh, playoff baseball continues tonight. Game one in Cleveland against the Indians. Let's talk to Yankee general manager Brian Cashman. He joins us now. Good afternoon, Cash. How are you? I'm okay. Just arriving here at the ballpark. How are we, Cash? Uh, so far, so good. That's good. Uh, Red Sox, by the way, down one nothing already. First batter, Bregman, going deep. And second batter, go deep. We'll just uh, take a look. I believe that's gone. Yeah, 2 nothing okay. Houston. 2 nothing Houston early on. Two home uh, runs. Brian, have you, you know, congratulations. I mean, have you have you enjoyed this journey, this run? It's been awfully, uh, you know, it's been it's been a lot of fun for the fans. I'm curious uh, your take as GM. Well, you definitely sleep better when you win. And and we've certainly had, you know, more wins this year than than last year and so uh and it's certainly you know, what we aspire to do is play in the postseason. And, uh, you know, I certainly definitely wanted to be here in Cleveland. And now we're here, you know, uh, getting ready to enter into the clubhouse. And, you know, look forward. As I've said many times at this stage, it's from the front office side to stay out of the way and let them play. And, uh, you know, so we're just like the fans. You know, we're just, you know, hoping that these guys play the best of their abilities and watch these great athletes go out on the field to play. You know, Brian, I, I know uh, you're obviously well aware that you have a tremendous bullpen, but what were your thoughts the other night watching what they did when Severino could only give you 29 pitches? Yeah, certainly proud. I mean, we talked about it in our meetings that, listen, you know, uh, in a cage match like that, you know, deploying that bullpen as early as you have to, so be it. You know, even, you know, we even talked about if he was pitching well. You know, uh, how early do you go to it, you know, when you, if, if he was, Mm-hmm. Doing extremely sure. well and turning the lineup around once through the lineup, twice through the lineup. At right. what point do you deploy the bullpen? And so, but Joe did what he had to do when uh, when Sevy was in trouble early and you know uh, against the ropes, you know, right in the first inning, boom, and you know he executed what we discussed. And you know when you have those type of arms in the pen, you know it allows you to think that way. And Brian, there are moments in games where a game could get away from you. Uh, those two strikeouts by Green, top half of the first inning, men on second and third, infield drawn in for that second out. I mean, not only did that embolden your team, got the fan base and got the crowd back into it in the Bronx. I mean, that was a huge moment in that game. Oh, no question about it. I mean, uh, what Chad Green's been able to do for for us out of that pen, you know, has been just, you know, I can't say enough about it. And, uh, and that was as big a moment. And we were talking out loud, you know, in the first inning in my box, if he can just get out of this and hold it to three, you know, with our offense, we got a shot. And, uh, when he was able to do that, you're right. It kept the crowd in the game. I remember the Dallas Keiko last year, the wild card game. I think Tanaka struck out the side in the first inning. And I don't know when they scored and they scored early. You know, they took our, the crowd out of the stadium. It was loud in the first inning. And then after that, I think they put some runs on the board, and then he gave up some runs here and there. And next thing you know, you know, it was quiet, and uh, he kind of turned it into a morgue. Yeah. You know, so uh, so thankfully, Chad Green was able to hold him there, and uh, and then Didi got us on the board with tying the game, and off we went. The crowd was remarkable. Yeah, no, five, well, five nothing's a, a little bit different than three nothing in an Earl Weaver three run homer away from tying the game, and that's exactly yeah. what Didi gave you there. And uh, how about uh, let's just stop there for a sec, Cash? How about Didi and the way he has played this year? Uh, the clutch hits he has come up with time and time again this season too. Uh, he's a joy on and off the field. He, you know, he's you know everything you could hope for, and then that, and then more. You know, obviously we're. Felt naked when we were losing Derek Jeter to retirement, and didn't have somebody internally really to, comfortably to go to, and and so we tried hard to go out in the marketplace to 
the, the cushion below and find a replacement. And boy, did we get fortunate to be able to run into Didi, and uh, and he just continues to grow right right before our eyes. And, um, you know, he, he's been you know what a great character guy. Uh, you know, he certainly shows up every day with a smile on his face and engaging the media to the fans and to his teammates. So uh, you know, we'll be the one we're very lucky to have, and he's right in the middle of this stuff. You know, I was saying to Moose before that uh, when you go, when you when you have something like that, you have to let things breathe a little bit sometimes and uh, let things develop. It was a tough start for him, and I'm I'm sure that might have been tough on you because uh, you heard a lot of stuff uh, going your way as as to what the GM, what is what the heck is the GM doing at this point in time, bringing this guy in? Uh, but you have to feel a little vindicated the way it has worked out for him and for you as well, too. Yeah, you know, uh, we've been fortunate. We had some really, really com- tremendous Yankee players, uh, whether it was, you know, Georgie Posada, and we were able to turn to eventually Russell Martin there right, you know, right away. And then uh, I think I think it was when Mo left, we had Robertson and, you know, emerge. And then uh, and now obviously with Jeter, we were able to, you know, uh, pull in a DD. So we've been fortunate to cushion the blow and walk behind legends. You know, it's hard to to show up behind these guys yeah. and you know because mm-hmm. the fans are so used to at nothing but you know hall of fame caliber type play and that put you know in this month as you know all you all know it's you know it's it's so much added pressure because you're supposed to win and but anyway you couldn't ask for anybody to handle it better than this guy has done and and you're right early on he struggled in april for whatever reason you know getting his sea legs under him but uh you know those days are over and and uh he has grown and excelled. We're being joined here by Yankees general manager Brian Cashman. Brian, how about Judge? Uh, you know, had the prolonged slump uh, after the the All Star break. I know he was getting on base and he was walking. He just wasn't hitting with the same kind of power. Wasn't hitting for the average as well. Then we have the month of September. Was there a turning point, Brian, where he get a little bit healthier? The wear and tear. Did he make the secondary adjustment to what the league was doing to him? What about how how uh, Aaron Judge was able to finish off this season with an unbelievable month of September? Yeah, first uh, full season of the big leagues, and yeah, the uh, you know the anticipated slump hits us, and and uh, and how do you deal with it? The microscope, you know, certainly this guy plays hard. He plays almost every day. I think uh, you know some physical issues started to creep into this thing. You know, uh, you know, dating back to when he you know did a Derek Jeter like head first slide uh, dive into the stands in Fenway, and so I think he got banged up there. But again, no excuses. He continues to play through it and try to figure out a way to deal with it. And, uh, but now, yeah, at some point, you know, it got behind him and, and, uh, he clicked right back in. So, uh, again, Damon Oppenheimer selecting him in the amateur draft. Um, uh, you know, we're real fortunate that he made that type of decision for this franchise because it certainly has changed the scope of things. Gosh, I wanted to ask you about uh, Severino. He's slated for Game Four. Joe has him down for Game Four in this series. Um, uh, in in your mind, is there any concern uh, because of innings pitched thus far, uh, the unsuccessful short stint the other night, psychologically going into that game? Any concern with you uh, about him? No, I, I'll be honest. I think uh, you know going into it, clearly he's our best pitcher from the starting side, and then uh, and then past that. Uh, I just think that the matchup itself uh, was, you know, probably a challenging one. It's a very good fastball-hitting team. They do much better against right-handers and left-handers, so I think that you saw how they acted towards him in two starts against the Twins, the one in September and the one, you know, in the playoffs. I just think it has more to do with the matchup than than, uh, the stage or 
or any innings issues. So, I, you know, I have full confidence as we move forward that he'll be in a better position to succeed matching up with others than he did necessarily with the Twins. You know, Brian, you mentioned character when talking about D.D. Gregorius, and certainly you love the way that he conducts himself day in and day out. But, Brian, give you credit, I mean, there's a lot of guys on this team uh, that, that do that as well. You know, you go down the line, Hicks and Judge, uh, certainly Starling Castro, uh, Frazier in his short time here. You know, you've got a lot of guys on this team that are easily rootable for character guys that understand, you know, where they're at and, and take advantage of their opportunity, but but conduct themselves really, really well. No, they they are, and this is a this is a great uh, group of people, and for the most part, you know, all the players I've you know had a pleasure of being a general manager over or assistant GM or what have you is, you know, I'd say. 99.9 percent of them are really tremendous people, uh, not just great players. So, but this band of merry men, you know, they uh, <laughs> they know they know what they're here for, and they you know uh, they enjoy each other, they enjoy competing, uh, they know the bottom line, their priorities are straight, and so you know when all those things are in alignment, uh, you know it's I, I guarantee it's a fun team to watch. I know they are. I know it's a fun team if you're in the media to cover, and it makes you know my life easier in, in the front office. You know, because there's less distractions and headaches to have to be dealing with. Brian Cashman, Yankee GM, our guest here. Uh, Ed and Moose sitting in for Mike, who is off today. Sonny Gray will take the ball tonight. He's pitched in the playoffs before. He has game one in this series. Uh, he ready in your eyes? Uh, you happy giving him the ball here in this spot? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm thankful that we uh, we have him here and we have him moving forward. And, and uh, clearly, we had a choice of everybody but Seve, and and we made the choice on Sonny because we think he's the best equipped to take this game one, and uh, you know, hopefully, he pitches to the best of his abilities. Um, yeah, we'll see where where it goes, but uh, yeah, we're we're very comfortable with with any time he has the ball in his hands, and, and hopefully, we score more runs than he gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and last time I think he pitched here in Cleveland, maybe his first start, we kicked the ball all over the place. You know, Remember that? Uh, I think yeah. he had like three yeah. errors in the mm-hmm. first inning, or yep. something like you that. So, yep. but he pitched well, but <laughs> but we didn't play well. Right, Brian, couple on, on guys in the bullpen. Where do you feel Batances is right now? He's ready to go. I got I got a lot of comfort in, in whenever he has the ball, and I think like today, you know, given the fact that uh, that Greeny and Robinson had to do what they did that uh, in the wild card game, you know, uh, you're going to see Dylan play a big role. You know, if, if we're in a winning situation, he's going to play a big role. In, Tonight's game, you know, after Sonny Gray, so uh, he's you know ready to go, and you know he's one of the reasons why we are where we are. And you know, I know he's had some struggles recently, but you know, listen, when when the most important times are here, he's been there almost every step of the way for us, and over the last three years. So, uh, so yeah, I, I look forward to us being in a position to give him the ball and and, uh, and being confident in that. And Cash, the other one I have a question about is Robertson, a guy you're very familiar with. Was here, left via free agency to Chicago. You brought him back via trade. Uh, he's, I mean, been anything can do to to help this team win. I mean, that was a Herculean performance that you saw Tuesday night with the three and a third innings of work. It really was. I mean, uh, you know, he 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 went above and beyond. And you know, he, he's the same guy that we had when he was here. You know, I, I hope uh, you know. I, I know the Yankee fans appreciate. You know everything that this guy has done. He followed in the footsteps of Mariano. He was setting up and learned that the footsteps of Mariano. I think Mariano kind of handpicked him, regardless of us giving him the ball after Mariano retired. Then he went on and got a big contract with the White Sox. Um, but we knew when we were going to get him back here, what we were getting, both in terms of performance and makeup. And it's as if he never left. He's excited to be back, and 
you know, this is always his home beforehand, and, and it's a great uh, opportunity. You know, and obviously we're playing here in Cleveland, you know, mainly because of what he did the other night. And uh, and so hopefully that will be something that everybody in this fan base will remember, you know, forever. Uh, yeah. So he'll, he'll be a guy coming back uh, years gone by and will be talked about. It's kind of a cool situation for him because he created that storyline. Hey, Brian, were you uh, were you surprised uh, Bauer in game one and Kluber uh, pushed to game two? Yeah, I don't think about whatever anybody else, their decision-making is. So, you know, they got a great team. Uh, I don't care how you dissect it. And, you know, obviously we had trouble with them in the regular season. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, in this new season it'll be a little different. Hopefully, you know, they've been sitting around since Sunday. They haven't played a game. So hopefully, uh, then maybe they'll be a little rusty. I don't know. <laughs> Take anything we can get that way. But, uh, you know, I think Chris Antonetti and Terry Francona have done just an amazing job with the roster they've got. And those guys are exceptionally bright. So they know what they're doing. Uh, so, you know, I know our guys are looking forward to competing against them. And, you know, because they are the defending champs of the American League. And, you know, to be the best, you have to beat the best. And right now, these guys are the reigning champs of the American League. So. Brian, last one for me, and that is with Ellsbury. You brought him here, and certainly uh, he got a big-time contract. That, he, Eddie and I were discussing earlier on, you got to give him credit uh, this year because he, he didn't create any kind of an issue uh, when playing time went away, went about his business, and when he was given the opportunity, he was able to thrive in the month of September. What about uh, what you've seen here from Ellsbury closing out uh, and going into the postseason? What do you expect the rest of the way? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a weapon for us, at least tonight off the bench um, yeah, as a pitch runner. Uh, but obviously, Aaron Hicks has had such a tremendous year at a bench. And then, you know, when Jake went down with a concussion, you know, he was playing extremely well. Then he went down with a concussion and historically got to come back from those, you know, significantly, you know, uh, altered in terms of their initial offensive performance over the next six weeks when they returned from the DL. And that's what happened with Jake's case. But then... Uh, you know, obviously Hicks one goes down with an injury, and then we plugged Jake in, and uh, you know he was exceptional. And one of the reasons why we were able to hold off any, you know, uh, onslaught from anybody else and stay within the contention on the East because he played, you know, extremely well down the stretch, which earned him that start in the in the wild card game. So uh, you know, Joe's in a position to mix and match now with a lot of quality choices, and um, I'm thankful Jake uh, has come back to become a quality choice again for us. We moved through the series. He'll either be coming off the bench as a pinch runner, defensive replacement, or or maybe Joe Hardum again, and we'll see where it goes. Brian Cashman with us. Brian, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Hopefully you will, and maybe the Indians can uh, give you back those three errors that you made the last time you were there. <laughs> the first inning, maybe, and make things easier. Huh? Uh, you're a little serious, my friend. <laughs> Brian, thank Cash, you. Enjoy Cash, the game thanks tonight. a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.